What's up guys, Jeff Cavalier, AthleteX.com. We're back at it again, Zach Efron. You see, last year, I covered Zach Efron's workout a full year ahead of the Baywatch movie release. It kind of sparked a little bit of an uproar for various reasons. You're gonna wanna watch that video if you haven't already, I'm gonna link it here. But more importantly, please do me a favor, if you do watch that one, make sure you watch the follow-up that I did here to basically confront all of the comments that were coming in on the first video. But a year later, the movie's actually finally coming out, and we wanted to go through what Zach's actual workout was from Baywatch, because now it's actually been released, it's been published, Men's Fitness, a magazine I've written for, uh, they basically published his whole push workout. And we talked about how Zach does a push workout, chest, shoulders, and triceps. I like push, pull, and legs as a workout Sequencing, it's one of the sequences we use in Athlete X. However, there are some issues here, and I think instead of just regurgitating and showing you what the workout is, it would be more valuable to you if you maybe got my input on what I thought could potentially be a little bit uh, better if we, looked, if we looked through it a little bit more closely. So let's look through the exercises. The first thing you got here is a superset. There's five supersets meant to address shoulders, triceps, and chest. Now, when I look at a workout, the first thing I wanna do is Look and see if we're actually going to hit those muscle groups uh, across the entire workout. So we're looking for chest, shoulders, and triceps. Dumbbell squat, front raise. That's a shoulder exercise with a shoulder exercise. Floor press here is chest, push-up chest, incline dumbbell press chest, dumbbell overhead press shoulders, cable chest press chest, bosu plyo push-up chest, single arm push-down, tricep, single arm curl, bicep. Now, bicep. Believe me, we'll get to that in a second. There's one tricep exercise here, and I'm gonna argue that it's not even really the, the, the one you should be doing if you only have one opportunity to do a tricep exercise. But we'll get back to that. If we look at the exercise combo number one, a dumbbell squat front raise, which you see me doing here, going into a cross body cable raise that you see me doing here. Now, what is it that I like and don't like about this? First of all, it's a little bit of a strange combination to lead a workout off with, because we probably should be leading off a little bit more with our compound exercises unless this was developed because maybe Zach tends to dominate his pressing movements with his front delt. So if we fatigue them a little bit, then that can allow us to get more work being done by the chest when it's time to get to the chest. So you should immediately see that you can never really interpret what's going on in a workout unless you really know the intentions of the trainer that actually created it. And I would imagine at the level that we're talking about here for this role and for this person in particular, that there probably was something that played into that. But if it wasn't, then I wouldn't be putting this up front, right? We're, we're causing a lot of fatigue here in the shoulders that we're gonna need later on when we do our more compound lifts. So the dumbbell squat front raise, again, this choice here, why are we including the legs in this exercise if the argument is that we're doing it because we wanna make it a more metabolic workout overall? Well, what else in here is metabolic? What other exercise here is going to accomplish the same thing? We have very isolated movement patterns here that's not really doing what we're, what we're doing here, trying to incorporate mu uh, multiple muscle groups. So what is the, what is the point of that? We, we could do instead is if we wanna stick with the concept of being very specific, use lighter weights and be very specific on some of our shoulder work. I made a whole video on that, how to get bigger shoulders with lighter weights that I'll link here too. Lots of stuff to link to here, guys. Just watch it. There's a better way to do this. You can actually on a front raise here, you can either lean forward to start the exercise as you see me doing here, which prevents me, if I'm committed to leaning forward, I'm not gonna lean backwards. 
Okay, so it eliminates the momentum, or simply back yourself up into a wall and do your, your front raises from that position, as you see me doing here. When you do that, you've basically done the exact same thing. You've eliminated momentum, forced the front delt to do the work, but not had to fatigue your legs in the, in the process. The cross-body cable raise, good exercise. Again, we could do these very strict. We could do these in the same one and a half rep style that I show you in that other video. And the line of pull is great using cables because it allows it to stay perpendicular to your arms at all times. So a good option. Next, we have a dumbbell floor press into a push-up. So now I gotta ask, why a dumbbell floor press? Especially when we look at the next one, we see that they're doing an inclined dumbbell press. You see, normally the floor is used as a, a safety net to provide a safe bottom for bottoming out your reps so you don't put any excess strain on your shoulders. So I've used the floor for flies, because I think that the fly done on the floor is a much better exercise. As a matter of fact, you can even overload it a lot more eccentrically that way safely than you could at all on a bench, but not in the case of a floor press unless you had some existing shoulder problem. So if we knew that there was a shoulder problem here, that might be an option, but we know that there probably isn't because then I'm gonna go back to a regular dumbbell incline bench press. So what I would do here instead is I would go heavy here on the flat bench press instead and then go drop down to the floor to do push-ups because push-ups is a great mechanical drop set. It gives you the ability, even when you reach failure on whatever you're pressing, the opportunity to hit the floor and at least crank out some more reps so you can train through failure. Thirdly, the incline dumbbell press into the dumbbell overhead press. So this is one of the ones that I'm kind of confused about because I wouldn't even lead off here. First of all, I'd probably take this and I'd move it down to the four spot. And what I do here instead is move the dumbbell overhead press, the nice compound movement, not to the back end of a superset, but to the front end of the superset. And then from here, I could always do a drop set from that. I could either do a pike push-up, the same concept that we did here, and you can see me doing, or I could do like a push-away push-up. Again, the same concept, using my shoulders in a mechanical drop set way after I've already gone and loaded up on the heavier work that we're definitely gonna need for the shoulders. Okay, so now it leads us right into that four, that four spot. And again, he used a cable chest press here. And again, cable chest press, a lot of us don't even have access to cables, but we're pretending that we have access to everything here. I still don't know if I would do that. I'd rather do the incline dumbbell press because I can work a little bit more of the upper chest that way than I could with my cable straight ahead press that you see me doing. Again, we drop down a little bit of overkill here, always dropping down from the regular press to a push-up. But the concept here was to train a little bit explosively. So we're using a BOSU to do a BOSU plyo push-up. The BOSU is certainly not necessary. Some people might even find it more difficult to control the landing as your wrist and hands slap the floor every single time on the way down. It's actually easier to go down with your hands and, and control that descent. However, I like the idea of including explosive work, especially in combination with a more compound lift. And then finally, we get down to the end here, the single arm push down into the single arm curl I mentioned in the very beginning, is this the best tricep exercise you could be doing? You know, definitely not. If you have one opportunity in this whole workout and you're doing this once a week, which is what he did, this would not be what you would do. You'd either have to do either a close grip bench press or maybe even my favorite here, the dumbbell lion tricep extension. Okay, it could either be done with dumbbells or it could actually be done with a bar as well. But the concept is put the maximum strain on your triceps involve the long head as well, make sure that you're loading up the exercise, all the prerequisites here, and then you can then go into some sort of a drop set for that, not with a single arm curl. Where's the biceps playing to this push workout? Again, it could even be a typo, 
But the fact is that this doesn't, and especially, again, one arm and one leg is not necessarily going to overload if you have one opportunity to work your bicep. But you would do this into another drop set uh, for a different tricep exercise. I'm actually showing you one here as an option. So, guys, I think what this illustrates, number one, is never assume what you're reading here is 100% what's being done. And secondly, don't ever assume that what's being done here, written here, was meant for everybody. Because... This could have been written with very specific purposes based on the information that the trainer knew about Zach prior to doing the workout and constructing the workout and even the sequencing and everything else about it. And guys, nobody followed more magazine workouts over their lifetime than I did. Sometimes up to 40 and 50 sets, I did all of that and it didn't get me anywhere. The fact is you gotta train, you gotta train specific for you. And by the way, in that entire workout, you want to know another thing that was really disturbing? Do you know how many of these exercises internally rotate the shoulder? Every single one of them. You want to know how many of these exercises externally rotate the shoulder? Zero. There's not a single repetition done. And this was the whole plan. This workout was repeated over and over and over again. If that was what you did, you'd be seeing me really soon for a problem with your shoulder. Because if you're doing no external rotation, no rotator cuff work, to balance and offset this, you're going to have a problem. So you follow the workouts as written, you may not get what you want. Guys, if you're looking for a step-by-step -step plan, I do put a lot of effort into looking at all the specifics of a workout and what makes a workout a workout. It's not just the exercises, it's how you put them together that makes a workout a workout and most of all makes it effective. I've done that with our Athlinex training program. You can get that over at athlinex.com. In the meantime, you've got a lot of videos to watch. I linked them all for you in this, in this video here, but I, I know you're going to get a lot out of them. So take some time, sit back, and start watching because I think you're going to find them to be very, very helpful. All right, guys, I'll be back here again soon. Let me know what you want me to cover here in a future video, and I'll do my best to do that for you in the days and weeks ahead. See you.